2: Yes, it's movie day. Ross and Niall are back in the studio. How are you feeling after your week-long break that you had? Thank you for letting us out of the cupboard that you've <laughs> kept cinema. us locked in.
3: Yeah, you <laughs> felt, like Harry, we felt like Harry Potter yeah. stuck under the, under, under the stairs. I do
2: like to, you know, give you a bit of a breather every now and <laughs> yeah. again. I am, I am good. I am good. <laughs> okay, kicking it off with movie news. Very much excited about this Frozen.
3: Let it go. <laughs> Surely you remember Let it go from Frozen from a I few years gonna
2: ago. I thought sing it there. I'm very I
3: that's that's how my singing voice goes Um, so I bet if you're a parent of young children at the time which was the end of 2013 you certainly remember you look back at that time in horror I'm sure well I got some terrible news for the parents out there but I think good news for you know good news for me good news for you yep uh, that's Frozen 2 it's coming to our screens and the first full length trailer has arrived online now they did release a teaser trailer last month but this is our first proper look at uh, Frozen 2 and in the trailer, we see Olaf, Kristoff, Anna, and of like course... It's
4: pronounced Anna, as my niece says. Uh, oh my I God. say Anna,
3: and then my niece goes, no, it's Anna. So it's Anna. She sounds like a nightmare. I know, yeah. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> uh, and of course, uh, everyone's favourite Halloween costume a few years ago, Elsa. I know I certainly look good in my Elsa Halloween costume. Oh my God, uh,
2: the imagery's coming to yeah. my mind right now. We don't need to see that.
3: No, okay. Well, it's it's radio, so picture. <laughs> uh, but there's not a lot to go on in the in the trailer, uh, the animation looks absolutely gorgeous, and it's very detailed, perhaps even a good bit sharper, the image, than the original, which came out, as I said, in 2013. Uh, it looks like this one might have a slightly darker tone than the first movie, um, but I do have a clip here, and yeah. this features Troll King Pabby, who's in the first movie as well, and that's played by Ireland's own Kieran Hines, and it's basically uh, Pabby giving Elsa a warning while also hoping that her icy powers are up to scratch.
2: Here we go. Elsa, the past is not what it seems. You must find the truth. Go north
4: across the enchanted lands
1: and into the unknown.
5: But be careful. Careful. Always feared Elsa's powers were too much for this world. Now we must hope they are
2: enough. I'm liking the music, I'm liking Kieran Hines there as well. Yeah, it's all very dramatic. Yeah. Yeah,
3: Yeah, well, we'll have to wait until November 22nd, that's when it's out in Irish cinemas. But as we are on the subject of Frozen, we must also say that if you think your version of Let It Go, that you sing in the shower, is up to scratch, you should really get yourself along to Dance Ireland on Foley Street in Dublin today, because they're having open auditions for London's West End version of Frozen, but you have to be quick, they're holding auditions all day, but you have to get yourself registered there before two o'clock, and they are auditioning people for all the main cast, so after the show... I'm sure myself, Niall and Shade are going to hightail it. I
2: could see you as Olaf. I I think so. Or the reindeer, what was his name?
1: I
4: don't,
3: know. Yeah. I, don't know. I
2: don't know I can't remember you're good can't reindeer remember. Okay so tell me about Doctor Sleep another trailer Yeah then, another
4: we... trailer another sequel this is people might not know about this this is based on Stephen King's 2013 book called Doctor Sleep and it's the sequel to The Shining basically so, and this Oh is I the read movie this version. I did read this Oh you yes, read so you yeah, know what's yes, going to happen yeah, it's really So good. it follows the story of a grown up Danny Torrance played in this movie by Ewan McGregor and he's still dealing with the traumatic effects of The Shining which is understandable so, yeah, he had a bad stay at a, at a hotel when he was a youngster. And now he's, uh, I think, he's attempting to live a peaceful life. He kind of has troubles with, with alcohol and whatever. He encounters a teenager named Abra, who, just like him, has these psychic powers. And he is going to help her basically face an an evil figure called uh, Rose the Hat. So this movie is not directed by Kubrick, of course, who's, who passed away. It's directed by Michael Flanagan, who would have done a very good Movie which is on Netflix, another Stephen King adaptation called Gerald's Game, and Haunting of Hill House, the 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 TV show. Yeah, Yeah. Um, but it does draw heavily on Kubrick's original '80s classic. Um, As you will see if you check out the trailer online, there's a lot of visual. Clues, kind of, that link it back to that. So this is quite exciting, yeah. So we know here, here's date? Johnny, here's you, and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, do we know what date? Uh, no, uh, because I didn't research that. Oh my god, don't admit that. We will look that up for you a little bit later on. Yeah.
2: Okay, so we have a bit of a female focus to the review this week. Tell me about late night first of all.
3: Um, yeah, late night. Uh, it's the movie starring Emma Thompson and minda Kaling. And actually, Minda Kaling actually wrote the screenplay for this movie. And if you were thinking that her name sounds a bit familiar, you've probably seen her on the US version of The Office and her show, of course, The Mindy Project. And and, uh, some movies as well, like Ocean's 8. But in Late Night, Emma Thompson, she plays Catherine Newbury. She's the host of a late night American comedy chat show. Uh, In fact, uh, in Late Night, she's the only woman uh, to have a long-running programme on late night television. Her character is, however, a bit of a cruel, non-caring boss, kind of in the same vein as (laughs) Uh, 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 as Meryl Streep's character in (laughs) The Devil Wears Prada. And uh, in this movie, Catherine Newberry, she was once a really popular figure on the airwave, but her ratings have been plummeting. And it's been years since she has even interacted with many of the writers of her own show. Almost all of them, in fact, she has never met in person. I'm going to play a short clip yeah. now, which shows her trying to get back into the writers' room in the hopes of boosting ratings, and you get an idea of just how submissive or dismissive her character can be.
5: Okay, you know who any of them are?
3: Um, oh well, uh, Tom, I'm
1: I'm Tom. I uh, I write the monologue. I'm actually the youngest monologue writer in the history of the show.
5: No, 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 I'm doing here. No, okay. Do you know what? I'm not going to remember any of this. So here's what we're going to do. Um, you're one, two, three.
1: Hi Catherine
5: Oh Birdie, thank God How's your baby?
1: She's 27
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we get a bit of an idea of what she's like Yeah, yeah
3: yeah. And uh, you you heard the writer's room there Well, it's kind of a key uh, theme in this movie The the writer's room is exclusively male And Emma Thompson's character Is accused of being a woman who hates women Um, So to correct this She impulsively hires a woman um, and that's where Minda Kaling uh, who plays Molly Patel comes into the show into the show um, so Molly has worked in a rural chemical plant and has almost no experience in comedy writing but has always dreamed of working on on Emma Thompson's Emma Thompson's show so when Catherine Newbury seems destined to be replaced by a younger male host due to her falling ratings um it's up to Molly to push Catherine so in a more personal authentic and contemporary direction what Did I Think? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Some some really solid performances from Emma Thompson who I think we all love. Yeah. Uh, Minda Kaling as well. It's, it seems like very good.
2: Slightly yeah. great son. Really? On really. I, I really yeah. like her. I think yeah, the Mindy like
3: project
4: too. is very good. Mm. And, no, yeah. not, not she, she was fan. a writer on Saturday Night Live I think as well yeah. before The Office. So,
3: Well, you can tell with this as well um, just to mention John Litko as well is also oh, in there oh, right. but when you're saying Mindy Kaling and her writing skills there's a really tight comedy script here from mm. Kaling so hats off to her and that really must be said the story is probably a little, a little well worn in places but there is enough things done differently here where it makes it seem fresh Um we were talking about Book Smart before the show and that's you know a comedy that probably appealed for the younger audience mm. this is just as probably probably just as progressive um, socially and kind of uh, you know pushes people in a more progressive direction like Book Smart, but I would say it's probably for older audiences late 20s 30s 40s and upwards I think everyone could enjoy this over a certain age a really solid reliable comedy happily watch it again and um, there hasn't been a solid many solid reliable comedy films out in the <laughs> cinema but I yeah. gave it four out of five stars four four popcorns (laughs) four
4: popcorns and what are you giving us uh, I didn't see it no so oh, okay. I, okay. I'll it's give it Ross's- I'll give it three <laughs> it's <just> so <laughs> sorry it's Ross's show,
2: it's Ross's show. okay Niall you did see this I did this see this this is one, X-Men yeah. Dark this is making me look Phoenix. really bad I didn't find out when Doctor Sleep was coming out uh,
4: I went to see X-Men Dark Phoenix <laughs> uh, and yeah so this is the final Fox X-Men movie with the second cast of X-Men mm-hmm. I guess which has James McAvoy Michael Fassbender and um, Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence, Lawrence yep. as Mystique um, and uh, so so basically, this one is set in the 90s, 1992. A space shuttle is in trouble. It starts off and the X-Men are sent on a rescue mission by the president. They are now in such good graces with the people that they are kind of, it's a bit like Batman and the Batphone. They pick up the bat, send the X-Men okay. to, to, to uh, sort it out. Uh, and on this rescue mission, Sophie Turner, who plays Jean Grey, is imbued with cosmic powers. Uh, by a a, a mysterious force known as the Phoenix Force. And when she arrives back after the rescue mission... She's kind of acting a little weird, a little strange. She struggles to deal with this, these new powers. Um, and there's a kind of a malign influence as well, personified by Jessica Chastain, who's in this movie as a shape-shifting alien. Uh, yeah, uh, who tries to kind of, you know, push her to the dark side, if you like. Uh, this film reminded me a lot of Captain Marvel, but uh, not as good. It covers a lot of the same... Uh, issues if you like you know you've got a this this uh uh female central character who's dealing with these powers she can't doesn't really know what to do people are pulling her in all directions um having said that it's not as good as Captain Marvel it's not as bad as some of the reviews are saying Mm. like it's getting one star and two Mm. star reviews I would say it's better than Apocalypse which was the previous movie in this Um, it is uh, it never hits the heights of say even in this series I think First Class was a great that was a great great, to to be honest after
2: that one my interest in it just kind of waned Yeah, 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 and I think some of the problem is that the
4: characters (laughs) that not to take away from Sophie Turner who does very well in this and people know her from Game of Thrones um the characters that are interesting are Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy mm-hmm. and they do their best, but you don't because you spend time with characters like Nicholas Holt. Oh no <laughs> Oh Nicholas but, Holt! Like, Nicholas yeah, Holt, but yeah. he's just so dull in this. And it's like how do you make a character who is a big blue furry genius dull? And it's like cast Nicholas Holt. That's how you do it. Or cast Will Smith. Or, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, don't
2: go back there. So don't I mean, no.
4: I mean, I'm sounding like I'm very negative, but it's still it's it's not a bad movie. It's I'm going to give it three. It's a low. Okay,
2: three. okay, a low three. Uh, we're going to go and do Netflix recommends for those who are, have Netflix and want to check it out. I loving the fact that you have Dublin old school in the mix there really really enjoyed that one when it came out in the cinema uh, tell us a bit about it for those who haven't yeah, seen if it yeah if
4: you didn't know when it came out and you might have seen Emmett Curran he was on Tommy Tiernan's yeah, talk show yeah we were talking yeah, about yeah, that yeah. yesterday so he's brilliant a, yeah. he's a playwright a poet he's kind of one of these kind of, you can do everything and this is the movie that's based on his stage show Dublin Old School and it tells the story of a Jason a kind of a wannabe DJ who goes on a it, it owes a lot really not to give too much away to kind of train Spotting and Mm -hmm. things, movies like that, and he on on a kind of a mad weekend, he he stumbles uh, across his brother who he hasn't seen in years, uh, Daniel, and uh, they kind of reconnect. Uh, so it's a really I would say if you've got Netflix give it a go it's one of the best Irish movies I think of the, of the last couple of years
2: Okay and Nile, you're uh, or sorry Ross you're recommending uh, Rolling Thunder tell me about this now I haven't heard much about this at all
3: Yeah it's, it's really good news for music fans out there it's called Rolling, Rolling Thunder Review a Bob Dylan story by Martin Scorsese And that's come to Netflix and it's it's on Netflix at the moment. It follows an unusual tour that Dylan did in the late 70s where he went around playing these really small venues with a weird ragbag bunch of musicians. He just got really weird with it, you know? He was wearing white face paint and uh, he was just embracing the unusual. Now, it is a small part of Dylan's, what, 70-odd-year yeah. uh, career. But it's an endearing part. Uh, it's an interesting part. Uh, and um, you also might have seen Martin Scorsese, of course, is involved in it. And you might have seen the great job he did of chronicling the last performance of Bob Dylan's former band, who were called the band, uh, in the last waltz. So I would say essential viewing for any Dylan fans out there. But I'd say for, you know, any music any music fans out there would really enjoy this yeah
2: okay nice. I'm going to take a quick break and then after this we have our very first retro reviews from one of you in the listener world L-M. Now we introduced this concept of retro reviews a little bit a little while ago. Uh, Niall, can you just remind us what is the retro? Yeah, review so this it?
4: is where we ask the listeners to kind of suggest movies that they'd like us to kind of. These are their forgotten movies, maybe movies that didn't get enough love back when they were came out, or movies that that people have forgotten about since then. Uh, yeah, so we we did our first one, which was one of your favorite movies, yes. uh, the Eternal Sunshine of, of the Spotless Mind, and we got uh, several suggestions, and the one that we uh, we chose for this month. We're going to do it on the first segment of every month. Was I love you to
3: death from 1990?
2: Yes, yeah. uh, Ross, you caught up with the the lady in question, didn't you?
3: That's true, Wendy. Yeah, she actually introduced herself in this clip. Uh, yeah, I got I caught up with Wendy, and I just got a reaction. I was like, why? I I want to know why she picked this particular movie. And she she uh, she told me. Okay, here we go. <laughs> it's the first of our retro reviews, and on the line we have Wendy Lawler from Darver. Hello, Wendy.
5: Hi, how are you?
3: Good, thanks. Uh, Wendy text into the show with her pick for this month's retro review. Wendy, what film did you go for?
5: I picked I Love You to Death. It's a it's it's a comedy. Basically, I think many people miss this when they're growing up. I was probably in my teens when I came out, and it's based on a true story of a woman who finds out that her husband has been having. For a fair few extramarital affairs and uh, it just goes on from there. I don't want to give too much away, um, but I think everybody should watch it. It's, it's, it's extremely, extremely funny. Uh, there's so many little bits in it that I just lost. You'd have to watch it about 10 times to get them all, but it's so clever, so funny, so dark.
3: And <laughs> really um, when did you first come across this movie and why, why was it this one in particular, as, as opposed to all the movies that are out there that had to be for a uh, retro review?
5: I think it's one that's just missed by a lot of people. They they, they may have seen it or they, they may not have seen it. And it's just missed. And I just I just feel that people should watch it. They'll get a good laugh out of it, especially that's based on a true story. But the first time I saw it, I think I was babysitting. I was in my teens and I was babysitting with my friend Terry. And we watched that and I just I fell in love with it. It's such a good cast in it as well. Like River Phoenix is in it. Keanu Reeves is in it. Uh, Kevin Klein is in it just amazing brilliant acting from everybody Um it's just a really good movie to watch it hasn't aged either it's just really really good
3: well wendy lawler from darver thanks very much for your retro review i hope you enjoy it thanks very much
2: thanks ross thanks bye Okay, so I Love You to Death is the name of the film. Uh, what, when did, did I, you really did love it to death? Did you love it Oh God. Um,
4: now I would have seen it probably, I would have been a teenager as well because I would have seen it on VHS. I don't know if you <laughs> remember VHS. <laughs> we do, we do. Um, and it was, I, I remember distinctly the the box because it's one of those movies that has, you know, the poster and then it has all the cast underneath little boxes of them because mm. this movie has a tremendous cast. I mean, it has, as Wendy says there, Kevin Kline and Tracy Ullman are are the the lead couple if you like, has William Hurt, Keanu Reeves, River Phoenix, and a whole plethora of that guy or that yes. actor, you know, mm, so Heather yeah. Graham is in it in a tiny oh, part. Phoebe Cates, who's married to Kevin Klein, is is also in it in a, a small part. Um now, did I love it to death is the question, Wendy. Um there's a lot to like about this movie. The cast are really giving it their all. My problems with it I think are the tone. It is very funny in places and very serious. It's based on a true story. Tracy Ullman is kind of giving. It's like these actors are all in different movies, you know. <sighs> uh, Kevin, or sorry, uh, John, William Hurt and Keanu Reeves are like eight years early for The Big Lebowski. They've come in <laughs> like from a from an audition for that. <laughs> uh, Tracy Ullman and Joan Plowright uh, are are phenomenal, really good as the uh, the mother and and daughter. Uh, the wife who's been cheated on by Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein is doing like a ah uh, me, it's me. I'm Mario, hey, I'm an Italian. Look at me. Yeah, he's full on Italian stereotype. <laughs> yeah, 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 and it that's like stage farce. Whereas Tracy Ullman is doing like I would like an Oscar for this because this is a real person. You know, yeah. she didn't get the memo that we're we're actually doing. And I I put the blame really on Lawrence Kasdan, who's the director. director. Okay. and he was a director, kind of that people were talking about, like in the same breath as Steven Spielberg. You know. And he is uh, uh, responsible for some great movies. You know, some The Big Chill, Silverado is a guilty pleasure of mine. But uh, you know, it's 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 a good movie. It's gonna be. I'm actually. I I thought I was gonna give it two. I'll give it three because Wendy sorry? loves it. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> you know, but I think it's the tone is is just all is over the place. Yeah. Yes, I, what do you think? I
3: think Niles kind of right with the tone um, you know I think I'm going to give a three as well but I, I probably liked it a bit more than you uh, you did um, I, I think a lot of the movie gets by on the absolute charm of Kevin Kline but you're dead right he, he doesn't fit into the movie it's like yeah, almost I mean, like they're he all spends in spends a movies. lot
4: of it in bed in his pajamas yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: exactly <laughs> uh, uh, I will say as well some really good like William Hurt I've never seen William Hurt play a role like this and comedy, I just thought yeah. he, he yeah. kind of took to it uh, really well um. But yeah, it's weird that you take a a, a true story which was uh, happening in Pennsylvania in 1983, where a woman called Frances Toto repeat, repeatedly tried to kill her husband Anthony for for cheating. It's weird you can turn that into a funny movie. They do it well. The tone does does get messed up, but I will say it's a movie that I would recommend people watching because okay. there is there yeah. is a good laugh in there. I mean,
4: watching it, I and I mentioned the Big Lebowski, I you wonder what the Coen brothers would have made of this if yeah. the Coen brothers yeah. had made this movie I think the tone would have been more nice consistent, yeah. consistent mm. yeah. and it would be a classic we'd all be talking about
2: yeah. okay so. well Wendy loves it to death you guys kinda <laughs> like kind of like it a tree <laughs> that's good yeah,
1: yeah.
5: it's, all
2: right. yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's okay tree, sir. okay yeah. okay well listen guys thanks as always for a jam-packed real reviews and we'll see you next week thank you very see much you next
1: week thanks